Hello, hello, good afternoon, wherever you are. You're welcome to the prayer experience. I trust God that we will have a wonderful time of praying together today. Uh, please do us a favor, wherever you are, can you share this video? That is something you can do for us by sharing this video. A lot of people have told us how they've been so blessed by the prayer experience. But we don't want to be selfish, do we? We want to share this with our friends, our relations, family members. Tell people it's time to pray. Even if you cannot come online uh, in terms of uh, coming on live, many times you can still catch up on the devotional. I know people who go to work, when they come back in the evening, the first thing they do is they get on the prayer experience. So on that note, we welcome you even as you're sharing with friends and family. Okay, please connect with us. Uh, there's ample room for you to leave a comment and uh, leave your prayer request, anything you wanna share, feel free to do so. The platform is yours. We have members of the core uh, prayer experience team. They're also on YouTube, on Facebook to interact with you. We do appreciate that. You can be a part of the uh, prayer experience WhatsApp community. Uh, yesterday, I was told WhatsApp was down, Facebook was down. And uh, I said, maybe it was a good thing. Some people will get their mental health back just by being off social media for a couple of hours. You know, it's so important that we put God first. And that's why we're taking the prayer experience to those platforms. We're, we're taking the prayer experience to social media so that we can have a bit of God as people allow. And so be part of that community and let's make something good out of uh, what you call the social media. And the prayer experience hotline is there. You can call, you can dial, you know, at any time of the day, especially the landline. You call that number, there's somebody who is willing to pray with you. Okay, these are necessary, important housekeeping. We like to do these things before we go into Thanksgiving. All right, the scripture for Thanksgiving today is in Acts chapter 16 and verse 17, talking about God that he did not leave himself without witness, for he did good by giving you rain from heaven and fruitful season. He says, satisfying your heart with food and gladness, that God has always been good. He was talking about the children of Israel that even when they... Uh, went away from the Lord, you know, when, when humanity went, went away from the Lord, even when most people were not worshipping him, God was still good, benevolent, he was still generous. Somewhere in Acts, he says that God sends his rain, put upon the good 
and upon the ungodly. You know, it's been raining like, uh, uh, you know, raining all kinds in the northwest of England. You see, the rain does not distinguish between, I'm going to rain on that pastor's house and I won't rain on that person's house. No, the rain falls on everyone. Um, you know, because that's the, that's a symbol of God's goodness. The sun shines on everyone. God's blessing many times is for everyone. You know, we want to thank God for his goodness. I only need to look into my life. Those times when I've been obedient to God, he blesses me. And you know, many times, even when I'm not obedient, he still blesses me. You know, I, I cannot say that uh, God doesn't bless me. And even, if, even in those times when I've not really listened to his voice, he's been faithful because he's a merciful God. You know what the Bible says? It said, while we were yet seen as Christ even died for us. I want us to thank God for his goodness. Thank him for his blessing. Thank him for his kindness over and upon our lives. Right now, wherever you are, in your kitchen, living room, indoor, outdoor, let's give thanks to the Lord. Father, we come with a heart of gratitude. We come with a deep appreciation of who you are in our lives, how you've been so nice and kind to us, favoring us even when we don't deserve it, even when we shouldn't be favored. You've been kind to us. Thank you for our family members. Thank you for our spouses. Thank you, Lord, for people in our lives that mean so much to us. We want to thank you for each and every one of them. Thank you for this platform, the prayer experience. Thank you for people who come online from all over the world, from Africa to the Middle East to Far East Asia. Thank you for people in Europe and America who are part of this prayer team. Give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, now let's look at the inspired word and the scripture I have is targeted at that uh, uh, um, subject, let it rain. In Hosea chapter 10 and verse 12, it says, I, I said, plant the good seed of righteousness and you will harvest a crop of love. Plow up the hard ground of your hearts for now is the time, I like that, now is the time to seek the Lord that he might come and shower righteousness upon you. One translation says that he might rain righteousness upon the land. It says, break up the fallow ground, plow the ground. We want it to rain. Yes, it's raining physically, but we want the spiritual rain. We want the rain of God's righteousness upon our nations, nations of the world. We want to see God move in the earth. We want to see God move in our communities. We want to see God move in our families. So many people go to church, but um, I'm afraid, I'm afraid their lives are not changed. And we want to pray that God will pour his rain upon our hardened hearts that our hearts will be pliable, that our hearts will be soft, that our hearts will be, will be ready for what God wants to do on planet Earth. We want to be symbols of righteousness, and we want to be the ones that people will look at and say, this is a Christian. We want to pray for the reign of the Spirit of God upon us. 
But before we can see that rain, he said, we have to break up our fallow ground. We've got to plow our heart. We've got to, that scripture says, let's look at that again. He says, plant the good seeds of righteousness and you will harvest a crop of love. He said, plow up the hard ground of your heart. You see what it says? Plow up the hard grounds of your heart. In other words, if we're going to see the rain of righteousness, it starts with us in our heart. We're going to dig deep into our heart and say, God, remove all the rubbish, remove all those things that hinder the move of your spirit in our nation, whether it's in Nigeria, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Kenya, Pakistan, India, it doesn't matter. We've got to soften our heart. I want us to have a moment of reflection and let's start with ourselves on this platform today. I want you to ask the Lord, is there things in my heart, things in my life that will hinder the move of your spirit that we're praying for? Because I am a conduit pipe. I am a source of your glory where your glory will flow through. I'm a connecting link. God is the source, but I'm a connecting link of your glory where it flows through me. Your power flows through me. Your anointing flows through me. Your grace flows through me. But if my heart is blocking the flow of that power, then humanity and the community and nations around us will be deprived of the reign of your glory. Father, we come to you today. We ask that you will help us to break up our fallow ground. Help us to plow our hard hearts. If there are areas in our heart where unforgiveness, for example, has settled down. If there are areas in our heart where jealousy has settled down, where pride has settled down, where for a lot of us is religiosity and religion, you know, uh, uh, um, accepting the power of God, but, you know, but, but not really demonstrating that power of God in my life, religion, practicing and just doing, going through the motion. Help us, oh God, help me, help my brothers and sisters on this platform. So that as we come in day in, day out, we're crying out for the move of God. We ourselves will not be the hindrance to that flow of your spirit and of your power. We pray for our brothers and sisters across the world who are on this platform. Do your work in our hearts. Do your work in our lives and help us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Okay, let's continue. We're going to pray for the nations now. And we will pray that, you know, uh, God's purposes, you know, God's plans, God's agenda will come to pass in the nations. God is a merciful God. You see, he's always kept himself very close to the nations, very, very close to the nations, you know. And we're going to pray for the unsaved people in Nigeria, in Ghana, in Syria alone, across the world. We're going to pray that they will come close to God, that they will come into the plan and his purposes for their lives by, first of all, giving their lives to him. 
The scripture we're looking at is Acts chapter 17, verse 27 to 28. His purposes was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way towards him and find him. Though he is not far from any one of us, did you see that? For in him we live and move and exist. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. A lot of people believe in God, but they don't believe enough to give their lives to Jesus. They don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. People in believing in God go after other religion, practice other kind of religion. Religion is trying to reach God, but Christianity is God reaching out to mankind. And we're going to pray that hearts be open eyes be open to know that god is close by he's not far away god is close by and through jesus who is the way who is the truth who is the life people can come to him lord we want to pray for the nations we want to pray for everywhere there are people who don't believe in jesus the people who are yet unsaved the gospel is awash on the internet now uh, their, their their messages and preachings on tvs on 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 satellites and on the internet on social media one way or the other somebody somewhere is preaching the gospel there are churches all over the world or in most part of the world there are christians on the streets preaching in town centers and city centers god is not far away but people need to approach him people need to come to him People need to recognize that through Jesus Christ, they can get to God by giving their lives to Jesus. We pray, Father, for salvation in our towns, in our cities, in our nations across the world. We pray for people in France and in Spain, people in Germany and in Belgium, people in Sweden and in Switzerland who don't know the Lord yet in Italy. We pray for people in Belarus. We pray, Father, for Turkey. We pray, Father, for the unsaved in the Middle East, in the Far East Asia. We pray, O oh God, right now that there will be a move of your spirit a reign of your spirit, a release of your spirit, bringing people to you, bringing people closer to you. We pray that in the name of Jesus, open the eyes of the blind that they might see the light of Jesus, who is the light of the world, and he that followeth after him will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. We want to see more people come to you. We pray for people who are unsaved in our family, in our homes, in our workplaces. We want to pray for them that they will know you, that they will draw close to you. They will not resent the gospel. They will not resent Christians. They will not resent the church, but they will be attracted to us, attracted to the church, attracted to the gospel. Help, O oh God, we pray, even as we stand in the gap, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise God. I want us to continue to pray for the church as well. Uh, I always say this when I'm online. Uh, you know, this is not the be it, be all and end all of intercession for the nations. We're coming together on prayer experience as a catalyst. I pray that some of us will still go back you know, after this time of prayer, find some time during the day when you just you just take like that prayer we just prayed for the nations. Now you just take that scripture, take that prayer point, and you just spend some more time praying over it, praying into it, 
because uh, that is necessary. Let's pray for the church now in the body of Christ. And we're praying that we will all keep our eyes on the Lord. These are perilous times. These are challenging times. These are difficult times across the world. The church, people, uh, Christians, believers, brothers, there's a lot of dismay, anxiety, worry, doubt, and fear among the brotherhood. But we want to pray that if there's any time to fix our eyes on Jesus, this is the time. Look at Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1. It says, Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. It says, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. I like what it says to fix our thoughts. One translation says, keep your eyes, fix your gaze, keep your mind on him. The apostle and the high priest of our confession. This is the time to look unto Jesus. I like what uh, Pastor Ayo Afuye said on Sunday on Daily Talks Media. When I asked him, I said, what is the Lord saying to the church now? He said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He said, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. Let's pray that for the body of Christ now. That everywhere, the church in the United Kingdom, the church in Canada, pastors and churches and leaders and, and every one of us, brothers and sisters, we will keep our eyes on Jesus, fix our mind on Jesus, irrespective of what we are going through, irrespective of our challenges, irrespective of the social economic uh, uh, trials that face our world today. Father, we want to pray for the church. We want to pray for the body of Christ, that we will fix our thoughts on Jesus. We will fix our gaze on Jesus. We will look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We will look unto him, the one who has the answers to our challenges, has the answer to the world problems. That, Lord, we will cast our mind on the word of God. That keeping our eyes on Jesus is the same as keeping our minds on the word of God, that what you have said to us will dominate our thinking. We will renew our mind by the word of God. Faith will arise in our heart. Believe in God, the one who is the, the creator, the El Shaddai, the one who is Elohim, the one who has all things in his hands, the one who controls all things, the almighty, all-powerful one, the Adonai, our master and our Lord. We will keep our eyes on the Lord. Help us not to divert our gaze away from you. We will not slip into religion, tradition, and culture, but we will keep our eyes on the Lord, irrespective of what we go through in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to remember the persecuted church in, in, in uh, Pakistan and in Iran. I've specifically chosen these two nations. I know there are other nations, but I, I just felt we should pray for Iran and pray for Pakistan, our brothers and sisters who are going through real persecution at this time. Look at what the Bible says, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seeds uh, to sow will return with songs of joy. 
carrying sheaves with them. I want us to pray that the tears will turn to joy for our brothers and sisters in Iran and in Pakistan. Many have seen loved ones, you know, suffer. Many have seen children suffer. Many have themselves suffered because of their faith. Many have seen church members killed because of their faith. Many have gone through and are still going through a lot. And there's a lot of weeping and tears and pain. But we want to pray that God will come true for them. That God will show himself strong and mighty on behalf of our brothers across the world who are suffering persecution. Pray with me right now. Father, we just pray for our brothers and sisters in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that you will see their tears and you will answer their prayers. And Lord, you will come true for them. We heard, we read in the book of Acts of the Apostles how the Apostle Paul, then Saul, was breathing threats against the church and hounding the church. But when you met with uh, uh, Saul and you turned him and you changed his life around and he became a strong and a mighty apostle for you. We were told that the church had rest and the church grew and multiplied. Father, that you will bring rest for our brothers and sisters in Iran and in Pakistan, that the people persecuting the church and Christians will see the light and turn to Jesus. We pray you will have mercy upon them. We do not pray judgment upon them that you will kill them or any of such. We pray that you will change them because you came to die for them. Your will is that every man, every woman will turn to you. We pray that somehow through the suffering of our brothers and sisters that you will begin, oh God, like you arrested Saul on the way to Damascus. You begin to arrest all these people who persecute Christians. We pray, Father, you will bring rest to the church in Iran. Bring rest to the church in Pakistan. Bring rest to the church in North Korea. Bring rest to the church in India. Bring rest to the church in Northern Nigeria. Bring rest to the church across the world where they suffer persecution. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. We continue to stand in prayer on behalf of our brothers and sisters across the world suffering persecution. I'm sure Nigel is going to pick up on that again when he comes in during the week. Finally, we've got to finish now and pray for those suffering with mental health, those who are on the other side of mental health and, you know, suffering from anxiety, suffering from all kinds of depression, people who are suffering from unusual kind of situations as a result of torment of the mind. Look at Psalms chapter 23. It talks about, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. So we're praying for quietness of the mind, quietness of the soul. It says he refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. It's easier to heal physical illness than to heal mental illness. It's challenging even for doctors and, and scientists and all of that. But we know a God who can speak a word of peace to our mind, who can remove the fear, who can remove the pain, who can remove the troubles that we go through. The family members who are under undue pressure because they have a family member who is suffering from all kinds 
uh, of mental health situation. We want to pray. If you know anybody specifically in the privacy of your home, will you mention their name right now and pray healing upon their mind that God will remove all kinds of illness in the mind, all kinds of oppression of the mind, all kinds of chains in the mind, that God will speak and bring peace and stillness to the mind where there is fear. He will bring hope. He will bring an anchor of hope to the mind where there's anxiety. He will bring peace and rest to the mind where there's worry and fear. God will come in and shine his light, remove the darkness in the name of Jesus. We pray. We rebuke every spirit of infirmity, whether in the spirit, in the mind, in the body. Right now, we pray healing and health for our brothers and sisters who are on this platform right now, or anybody who, by extension, we are praying for. We rebuke every suicidal tendency, every spirit that makes people want to take their own lives. We bind that. We rebuke it. We take authority over it in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you, oh God, that you will take you will take these people in your hands. They will feel your love. They will feel your warm embrace, that you will guide them, that you will keep them in your love in the name of Jesus. Break chains 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 in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Let's give thanks to the Lord. Father, we want to thank you because you always hear us when we pray. We want to thank you for your faithfulness. We want to thank you for your kindness. We want to thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for everyone who's been able to come online this afternoon to pray. I ask your blessing upon each and every one of us. Those who will be watching later and following this prayer later, we ask for your blessing also upon them. They are also vital to this move of prayer that is going on every day on the prayer experience. We give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you, everyone, who's been a part of this prayer this afternoon. We really appreciate you for the rest of this week as we lead on to Sunday when Joanne will be doing a special Joanne Talks on the Daily Talks Media, which is focused on mental health, addressing issues of mental health from a Christian perspective and praying for people who might be going through all kinds of issues. We'll also have a testimony of somebody that God has really worked in his life in that area on Sunday. So put that down Sunday night, 6 p.m. on Daily Talks Media. But before then, tomorrow we are back again. Okay, remember to subscribe to our free audio podcast. It's available on all uh, podcasting service providers. And tomorrow we're back. It's a Wednesday, 1 p.m. I'm hoping to have Prophet Dave with me on the prayer experience. And together with the prophetic anointing, we'll be praying through some stuff. So that's something to look forward to. But before then, have a wonderful day and God bless you. Bye-bye.